what kinds of things do you do to avoid burnout? I would love to hear from you. Phone lines are open this morning, 605-336-1320. And we'll get back into the news of the day this morning because there are a lot of things that are going on. Donald Trump last night on the Ingram angle, challenging uh, then the president to debate, saying he doesn't think the president will debate. And I don't think so either. I don't think any of us do. Uh, there, there are a lot of other news that I'll get to this morning. But I ran across this fascinating story regarding burnout. And I'm curious, what are the things that you do to avoid burning out? We we would love to hear from you this morning. Phone lines are open, 605-336-1320. 605-336-1320. You want to join the program. What sorts of things do you do to avoid burning out. 605-336-1320. There's a story at the New York um, the New York Post. This is a woman who left her job at the age of 54 because of burnout. So she had a six-figure corporate job, senior vice president, And she said she was on Zoom seven hours a day, and she was burned out. She said, and this was, she had been working full-time from home during the pandemic, and she got to a point where she didn't want to, so this is still kind of a a post-pandemic story. She got burned out during the pandemic. And she decided she didn't want to go back. She was done. She decided she was done. She's out. And she said um, she doesn't sleep in, still gets up at 5 a.m. And she loves that, but she loves being able to do things that, that, that she wants to do. She's traveling. She's doing all sorts. And she's fortunate that she's able to do that, I think. But I'm just curious, you know, um, when we talk about uh, burnout, do you? what are the things that you do to avoid burnout? I would love to hear from you. Phone lines are open right now. Great time to call the program, 605-336-1320, 605-336-1320. So she had, and, and I'm a little curious about this because, For those who have retired, I wonder, you know, what, what are the kinds of things that, that you do? Are you able to make that adjustment? That's, uh, you know, it certainly has come to my mind as I'm looking at her story because she initially, again, early retirement little bit different than the issue of burnout, but she said that she was, you know, going through some, she was doing some things and just didn't really keep her attention. And she was finding it difficult then initially to find things that were meaningful So she kind of went through the first year, even though she had 
retired, she went kind of shuffled through that first year without anything really concrete to sink her teeth into. And I thought, well, that'll never be an issue for me because I'll be working until I... (laughs) I'll be working until I drop over. So I would love to hear from you. Phone lines are open this morning, 605-336-1320. Specifically, we're talking a bit about burnout. What are the things that you do to avoid burning out? How do you avoid that? Aaron, glad you called. You're on Kello. Good morning, sir. Good morning. You know, things that I found work for me, and, you know, we all have jobs where, let's face it, there is some redundancy and there's a lot of just ho-hums and it's like, yeah, you just don't even look forward to going in some days. But setting small, medium, and long-term goals, and by small, medium, and long-term, I mean, you know, usually just, just time, you know, where you figure out in the short term, I want to accomplish this, 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 and this, medium, and long, like literally sitting down and writing them out has been very advantageous for me. Uh, my parents were retired. They retired recently, really didn't have any goals. So now they're retired, which they enjoy, but they're bored. Yeah. And you, you, and part of the reason that you set those goals, obviously, is that if you have hobbies and interests, that fuel just keeps you going. You get excited about those things because you're basically planting little seeds of things to look forward to, to get to over time. Yeah, absolutely. Things you're passionate about. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's where I think, Really good hobbies that engage you mentally uh, are extremely beneficial. That I give you an example. Um, you may have heard of the game Warhammer. Yes. You have to buy the miniatures. You have to build the miniatures. You then paint the miniatures, and then you play with the miniatures. That is an all-encompassing hobby that you know you plan ahead. You figure out what you want to do. There's strategy in the game. So. Things like that where you're thinking about a lot of different aspects of what this entails. And then once a year going to a big tournament. So you've got that big long-term goal plus your, you know, your short and medium goals as well with the hobby. Sure. So have you participated then in tournaments? Oh, yeah. How long oh, have yeah. you been and, playing? Uh, weirdly, not terribly long. I'd, I'd say six or seven years, which may not sound short, but compared to some of the people that when you go to these right. tournaments, yeah. they've been at it since I think they were zygotes. Right. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, but it's fun, you know, and that's the thing is it's like when I started getting into this, I realized, oh, wow, this hobby has been checking out so many boxes, but reading can do that. Or gardening i know for my wife is a huge thing where she's already now even though the weather's still not there for gardening yet she's already got plans and she's kind of she sort of adopted my short medium long-term goals as far as what she wants to do and she's excited to start diving into some new ideas awesome and i think it's important that we you have those things that you can focus on because yeah you know depending on what's going on sometimes work can get a little bit dreary and having those things really kind of breaks up the monotony. Even at work, what I find in terms of like, because again, your job is your job, but depending on what you do, I'm fortunate. I get to be a graphic designer all day. So I get to be creative, which is nice, but even that can have its days where you're just like, Ugh. but again, short, medium, long-term goals. What do I get excited about? Maybe I'm learning a new software application that lets me create something new. That's exciting. Or, you know, being able to find a way to create efficiencies in the workflow so that some of the things I don't like are gone and off my plate. 
So I like the way you, you you handle it. Aaron, I'm glad you called. It's always a pleasure to visit with you. Thank you, my friend. Phone lines are open. We're talking a little bit about burnout. What are the things that you do to avoid burnout? What are the things that kind of refresh you? Uh, I would love to hear from you. 605-336-1320 is the Kello hotline. 605-336-1320. What are the things that help you avoid burnout? Or are there things that you, um, do you find it difficult to avoid burnout? You say, oh, I wish I had things that help me avoid it. Um, how often do you find yourself feeling that way? Let me hear from you. Phone lines are open, 605-336-1320. I was just fascinated by this story. Now, again, part in part, this woman is talking about burnout. She was 54 years old and burned out. And so she took early retirement. She got out. And now she's saying she's traveling. She's doing all manner of things. And she's loving it. She's traveled to Southeast Asia. Now planning to go to the uh, Caribbean, the Mediterranean. She says she's joined sports clubs picked up part-time work um, about 10 hours a week as a consultant. And she said, and this is something that I think would affect me too. She said she doesn't need to wake up early for her commute, but she still gets up every day at 5 a.m. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. As being an early riser, being an early riser, you get up early. I get up, my alarm goes off, and I this morning, honestly, I woke up before my alarm. My alarm goes off at 2.45. My first alarm goes off at 2.45 a.m., and the second goes off 10 minutes later. The reason that I set two alarms is because sometimes if I'm sleeping, hard if I'm in a deep sleep. I do not, the first alarm does not fully rouse me up to the point where I realize, hey, get your get your butt out of bed and get going, you know. So the first alarm doesn't fully wake me up. The sec, By the second one, it does. Some days are like today. I woke up before my first alarm even went off about 10 minutes beforehand that I woke up. But when you get used to those early morning hours, you know, sleeping in for me now, when you get up at 2.45 in the morning, weekdays, sleeping in, and I put that in quotes, sleeping in for me on the weekend might be 5 a.m. If I'm lucky, it'll be... 6 a.m., and if I'm really lucky, sometimes, occasionally, I will sleep till 7. But those days are kind of, uh, are few and far, but, you know, um, those days are just uh, few. But I love that. I, it's, oh, man, that whole issue is sleep. But uh, I guess... 
I don't feel burned out on the job. I will say that there are days maybe I feel burned out overall, but I, that's not a situation that it goes on for me for a period of, of weeks or days. Maybe occasionally I would have, if I haven't taken vacation in some period of time, I might start getting pretty weary by the end. I would love to hear to avoid burnout. How often do you suffer from burnout? I would love to hear from you this morning. 605-336-1320 is the Kello hotline. 605-336-1320. So this, uh, uh, this story, this is a story at the New York Post. And this woman is from Florida. And she said, I tried not getting up early in the first few months. She said, however, I felt awful. It sounds fun lying in, but when you do it every day, you feel like life is wasting away. So again, she was 54 years old at the time she retired, much earlier, I think, than... uh, then many of us will be able to retire. But she makes a good point. You know, yeah, it sounds like fun sleeping. And, and for me, the weekend is is enough. And I kind of need it. I mean, honestly, by the end of the week, um, I'm running out of gas. So the weekend really helps me kind of catch up, get that steam going again. So that I can come into the next week not feeling tired from the week before. Julie, good morning. You're on Kello. Good morning, Greg. It's been a while because you were burnout was a great topic for me. Um, I have 104 schools that I do jump rope for heart now, kids heart challenge right now, and uh, yeah, so around South Dakota. So heart month is crazy. So burnout happens very easy after that. I bet. <laughs> Um, but this weather has been great to me. So um, what I kind of do. This is weather, I, you know, Julie, has been great to everybody, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, I have to travel in it. Uh, I have to travel in it, Greg, about almost 3,000 miles a month in February and March. So, wow. Um, so, yeah. what, so where do you travel then just regionally or? Yeah, so I travel. Um, I have the state of South Dakota, most of it, um, the biggest portion of it. And then I have. Um, southwest minnesota so i go to schools and i teach them about heart health through kids heart challenge and how to take care of their heart with different habits and things like that so we do an event but yeah so for my burnout i listen to music um podcasts um get away for a long weekend if i can um try to take a break but uh pto is kind of out of the question for january february march for me Well, yeah, and I know what you mean because because uh, I, I have some periods I'm not able to take PTO PTO either. Um, you know, we're yeah. ratings periods. I can't take time off. I got to be here, so I understand exactly yeah. what you mean. For me, then but the I weekends become all that yeah. more important. Yeah, it makes a difference when you love what you do. I'm very passionate about making a difference, and it's been great. Well, I can hear it in your voice, which is uh, <laughs> which is exciting. So what are the kinds of things are you talking to people about as you're discussing yeah, so, heart health? Yeah, so our focus this year, obviously, is um, hands-only CPR. And Damar Hamlin, we're working with him on what happened to him. So the kids are kind of learning the importance of that. But 
in addition, it's like um, through our characters, it's how to be kind. Um, it's how to eat more fruits and vegetables on your plate so that you're healthy and move more and be active and different. I'm, I'm um, doing different that. Lessons. I'm doing that. You'll be happy to know I'm doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. You're a great example, Greg. No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> and Julie, I'm so glad you called. I appreciate Great to talk to you. 605-336-1320 is the Kello hotline. Good morning, Rick. You're on Kello. Great. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Hey, what are you up to? Trouble? Uh, you know, <laughs> I am like your last caller. You know, I travel a lot. I'm actually in Fargo, North Dakota now, getting ready to start my day. And, uh, you know, it, just coming home and relaxing. You know, the, you know, when I come home, I got to do laundry. I cover three, three states, actually seven, but three full states, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana. I have a little sliver of northwest Iowa, a little sliver of southwest um, uh, uh, Wyoming. I just, wow, that's a lot of territory. It is, but, you know, I enjoy my downtime, and uh, it allows me, my job allows me to do that. You know, when I only technically work three days a week, typically Monday's a travel day. I work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I'm either home Thursday night or I, I go home Friday. When I go to Montana, I fly back and forth. And uh, that's usually during the summer months. And uh, it's a lot of traveling. But, you know, the downtime, being home when the weather gets nice, sitting on the back porch by the fire pit, listening to some music, you know, and just relaxing. But, you know, we'll go we'll go for a walk. We go to Falls Park. We go on a little vacation, you know, in the summertime. And we're actually going to go on a cruise in June, our first cruise, uh, Patty and I. So that'll be a fun time to be able to go. And- but I also know, because you and I are friends on Facebook, and I know also one of the hobbies that you have, uh, you, you're you a gun collector. I am. So I go to a lot of gun shows. We have one coming up, the big one in Sioux Falls, coming up the 23rd of next month and the whole weekend. So, yeah, I go target shooting. I'm a hunter as well. So, uh, But I enjoy collecting guns. That's another hobby I've done for years since I was probably in my late teens. You know, so what, what have, got you started? Uh, just just being with my dad and uh, hunting. You know, I started out with a little twenty two and yeah. started shooting at our ranch out in California and then I kind of graduated up to a, a hunting rifle when I got old enough after I took my hunter safety class and kind of worked my way up. But um, I enjoy the history of learning about guns. You know, a lot of the guns that you can get now go out and you can get letters and it tells the history. I have guns that I can trace back to World War One and who it was delivered to. And uh, Colt is really good. Colt Firearms is really good about getting the archive letters. And to me, I just love learning the history of it and shooting them, of course, and, and just telling the history of, of the guns. I was doing a little podcast. I'm kind of taking a break from that now, but I was doing a little podcast mainly to my friends on Facebook. But, you know, it's interesting. But, I, you know, those, those type of things, things I enjoy, you know, having the downtime. Just, you know, that's because I travel so much anyway for work. And uh, so it's just nice to have the downtime at home. And like Patty says, you know, I'm kind of a homebody, and she gets it. You know, she she totally understands. You know, if I'm doing laundry, she'll volunteer on a Saturday to go uh, to go to the grocery store. I usually like to go with her, but she'll go to the grocery store. We'll plan our meals, and you know. But just I'd, I'd say for me, Craig, the biggest thing is just the amount of home time that I can get because I'm on the road so much. That's that's my stress reliever, if you will. Yeah, well, I can imagine that it, being out on the road, I I view that as being very difficult. Um, it, I mean, is that a fair perception? It is, because I have 60 of our franchisees that I work with, so I have to coordinate travel schedules. I coordinate my own flights. I coordinate 
my hotels, my rental car, um, everything that I yeah. do, I have to coordinate myself. So when I'm in the office, I'm on the phone, you know, Fridays or Zoom meetings. See, I can't so. even coordinate my clothes, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's funny because we went down to Omaha a couple weeks ago and saw the Eagles in concert and, and uh, I told Patty, I got to unpack my suitcase with my work clothes and put regular clothes in there because we spent the night in Omaha overnight. And uh, Fun. You know, she laughed at me because I'm, I'm moving my stuff and laying it on the bed because I told her when I get home, I'm going to put my work stuff back in the suitcase. And <laughs> she was making fun of me. She, she was the, the constant packer. And I said, yeah, I almost have to have two suitcases, one for personal and one for work. You well, know, it but, sounds uh, like you're on the go a lot, my friend. It's always good to talk to you. Thanks so much, Rick, for the call. Yeah, avoiding burnout. Uh, we've all got our own ways of doing it, I think.